Round one, fight. Heroes never die. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Power, sex, sex, power. They both come down to one thing. Hungry Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 95 of The Hungry Gamers. I am your incredibly humble host, Salim the Dream, and I am joined today by the two greatest hosts that could like, ever be on this show, uh, Miss Ali Hart, and of course, our dear friend from the other side of the country, Nato Jane, Mr. Nato himself. Hello, everybody. How are we doing? doing this is going to be chaos. This is absolutely going to be chaos. Dad's not here. And I'm back. Another, yeah, somehow NATO, he snuck in somehow. We absolutely have replaced Brendan today. He's somewhere on a work trip. Yeah. Uh, always, always on business trips. He's always probably another always ping pong away. show. Mm. What was it? Pop pop. I don't know how he did the noise. I can't. He do it. did it really well. He did it like someone who's seen too many of those shows. There, oh, and there's NATO. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen one uh, in my life. I don't know what you're talking about. Nato, how are you, mate? I'm doing excellent. Finished work, home, showered, and ready to talk some video games. Ready video to talk games. some video games. What time is it over there? Where it, are you? It is. I'm in Perth, <laughs> and it's only 5.30 in the afternoon. Wow. Oh, we're here in Sydney. It's 8.30. It's almost yeah. bedtime for Ali. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's really true. Guys... What have you been doing? Is that how Brendan usually leads in? What have we been doing? What have we been Yeah, playing? pretty much. I think you're doing really well with the, the, the host role here. I'm yeah. trying to emulate him a bit too much, though. I'm going to try and maybe... Nah, make it, yeah. make it your yeah. own. Feel That's it. it. Yeah. yeah. I've got some notes for him. I just never give them to him. Maybe like I'll just do my own thing now. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, now's your time to shine. <laughs> uh, what are we doing? What are we playing, Ali? It's been all of like three days since I last spoke to you, even though it probably seems like four months between shows <laughs> at the moment. That's a nice little soft stab right there. Um, unfortunately, not much. I've been just still playing PUBG, unfortunately, um, on the reg. Uh, pretty much uh, Rachel, B-Man's Rachel, she's been hosting her custom games and we have been flooding in Team Chaos. Um, so last night it was me, uh, me, Seppi, Benny, and Nasi. And by golly, there's already some videos out on the monstrosity that we called Teamwork um, that came from those games. But, I mean, we have fun. So yeah. um, pretty much don't do ever do a custom match where all you have is grenades because friendly fire is inevitable. It sounds awesome. But it, it's fun. That's with at card plays herself. Mm-hmm. Um, are you in on this, Nato? Yeah, but I'll, I, as we talked about just before the show, like my missus is here at the moment, so we've been doing things and catching up with people. And also, it was my birthday a couple of weeks back, and my family have been bugging me to have like a family birthday dinner. So I had, so I had to go down to my parents last night. To, so I missed out. But I'm usually deep, deep in the chaos of that pub genus. That's the... pretty true, yeah. It's usually um, fucking uh, Nato and Nasi doing some chaos between each other. Um, 
not being Nasi's helpful at all. Nasi is chaos personified. Like he, we, but he also has the skills like, to back it up as well. Yeah, well, he does, really and that's the, that's the thing about him is that he can be the most useless player in the world, but you still know that he is good at it. So he he gets him by, I guess. But he will he will ride in on a bike in the middle of a friggin' showdown between five teams and not care. So, but and take I think him that's a, out. Eh, probably yeah, knowing him. But I think that's what, that's the reason why I play PUBG now. I don't ever go for the chicken dinner. I just go for the most screwed up Fun. round. Yeah. Pretty much. For the much. lols, you might say. One might say I do it for the lols. Yes. Do you, do you, I like, you were just saying before the show, Nato, and I was reading a little bit as well, the cheaters. All the cheaters. In PUBG yeah. at the moment, Do you guys yeah, like it, run it's into like them? not even affecting the players anymore. Like the <laughs> devs itself have like we're gonna have to ca- like cancel every, all our updates that we had planned, like our timeline that we were about to release to our like audience. We've scrapped that now because we're a hundred percent of our effort is going into trying to get rid of these cheaters out of there. It's so weird the cheaters. Then they they're not like especially in these custom games where the hosts can actually watch everyone. Yeah. they just don't give a shit. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, they don't give a shit. Um, they they're shooting people from across the map with a shotgun and doing a headshot. Like Yeah, we watched we watched a person in car in Rachel's game the other night. Like she once cause she had already died, so somebody was in her uh, Twitch chat was like, Hey, I think this person is cheating. So she changed view to watch him and yeah, we were watching 30, him scoping 30 people kills. from across the map and 30 kills mm-hmm. by the end of the game he got and then his team kind of figured out what he was doing and like team killed him at the end so he didn't win but yeah during a custom match where you don't earn any any battle points or any anything during the game people are still coming in and trying to wreck everybody's fun it reminds it reminds me of like the good old days where there was like um hitbots in like CS 1.6 and stuff and every time you'd play someone, you'd just, like, throw your mouse at your computer monitor. Um, oh. I thought we were past that. Obviously, like, I don't play PUBG all that much. Mm. And uh, I, like, I don't know why, but in my head, we live in 2018 where, like, cheaters just literally don't get, uh, like, a foot in the door in competitive play in any game. But, uh, like, in PUBG, uh, are they still, by the way, are they still technically um, in beta or yeah no they're 1.0 now but i gotta say one of my favorite things is um to watch online like people getting banned from games like some people do video compilations but csgo like in competitions people get banned and it's for cheating and i'm like how do you get to like competitive level with cheating (laughs) how does that happen Mm. yeah you know what's scary about that there's gambling on csgo yeah, like, like as can, in this team wins. Yeah, you can place like bets on legitimate betting sites like um, in Australia, like TAB and Sportsbet and stuff. Like the same things you go to to put like a punt on the footy. You can have a punt on CSGO teams. You're betting um, on children. Yeah, you could bet on Overwatch <laughs> and all that as well. Like the Overwatch yeah, League yeah. now is fully bettable. You're betting yeah. on kids. Like, yeah. What the hell? Well, <laughs> Welcome to the Hunger Games. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh shit! That's what it is. It's and you say, and you can send donations in on Twitch as well. Yep. Oh my god! It's the Hunger Games. Yeah. This, this is, is the world we live in now, Ali. This, this is, is this awesome. Is I'm gonna put a stupid hairdo on. 
and yeah. wear flamboyant clothing. <laughs> this is great. But I wonder if, like, because now Fortnite's technically the leader now, so I wonder if a lot of these cheaters are going to start flowing over into uh, Fortnite now because it's the number one. Well, you've, like, you've got to have a means to cheat. Like, yeah. if you if you can't actually do it, then surely that makes it less attractive an option. I think, um, I don't know why, but I'm just assuming that PUBG, PUBG just looks easy to cheat in. Don't get me wrong. I have no idea how they do it. Yeah. But I feel like there's just like bots you can get. or there's, Yeah, it's just aimbots and stuff. Like, and see-through yeah. walls and homing yeah. bullets and stuff. But I, I'd say like it should be very easy to translate that stuff over to um over to Fortnite cuz like you just like the game is written different but there's things you're still trying to accomplish like see through walls and yeah and all yeah. that like should be able to go over there so i wonder now that Fortnite's finally jumped ahead of PUBG whether a lot of the cheaters will start going on to the number 1 streaming That's a good site. point i swear mm. that Fortnite once upon a time had a cheating issue but then yeah. i feel like it died down so maybe they took care of the problem like I don't know, yeah, because it seems like their devs are putting a lot into the game itself, so maybe mm. they're not putting as much time into looking after their backdoor system, so maybe this For might PUBG. be the time. I'm going to I'm oh, gonna um, put my own oh. take on this whole hosting thing now and introduce something called, like, I don't know, think of, like, a spiffy name for it, but, like, Salim's Quick Questions. Yep. Uh, what, was the, what was the last game that you guys cheated in? Cheated? Yeah, what was the last game you cheated in, Ali? Well, how are we defining cheating here? Yeah, Just any sort of like putting in a code. Game. Yeah, anything, even single player games. It's a quick question, Ali. Quick answers, come on. Well, Sims I'm assu- I'm assuming I'm assuming it was Sims because I'm a materialistic girl and I want to have the best of everything. <laughs> so I would be putting in those money money codes so I can have that mansion. I can have the best of everything, yeah. and yeah, my oh, girl yeah. doesn't have to go to work. My girl doesn't have to go to work. (laughs) She doesn't have to work for nobody. She can have her mansion. Yeah, you you do the cheat for more money and just keep on doing more money. In Sims 2, doing the cheat where you send your sim into the shower and then you go into build mode and move the shower and you can see your sim naked. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, but you don't even need to do that now. Like, have you seen the modding community for Sims now? Like, there's like sex mods and everything. Really? It's, It's insane. I need like, to go back to play things. Oh, Kotaku did an article like oh, four months ago about all of the sex mods that are in, and how much people money the the people modding those things are making because they're selling them for they're not doing them for free they're like selling them yeah. and they're making a ton on sex mods for. Sims. I need to look I into this. This sounds yeah. so Nato. interesting. What about you, Nato? Last game you cheated in? Uh actually, mine's sort of recent, but it's an old game. Um. On the emulator of uh, Pokemon Red and Blue that you could get on the 3DS, definitely did the rare candy cheat to get uh, 100 level 100 Pokemon, <laughs> so I could bring them over to my current Pokemon games. So that was oh, good. Ah, dude, that's bad. But they don't like have the same stats. I think they have like no, because yeah, it's harder to control like the background stats in that game yeah. in the old old versions. While the new versions, you can do it pretty easy. Nice one. What about you, Steam? Yeah, I don't cheat in video games. That, I'll be that for a second. Honest yeah, man in the world. Um, no, it was Crash Bandicoot, and it was pretty recent as well. But it was like I was playing a ROM version of the original Crash Bandicoot game, and um, yeah, there's like this cheat you can do to unlock all of the stages, and oh, yeah. that's what we did. Yeah, and just went yeah. through it. 
Um, is that like one of those codes where you like do you have to do the sequence like for Aladdin where it was A B B A A B B A B B A start or something like that? Damn, it was that. And if but if that's the actual Aladdin cheat code, Ali, uh, I, I think, think it is. I think they've got to send you a free copy. A B B A B B A start. What does what does that what does that get you in Aladdin? Next level. Next level. <laughs> and whenever it got to the um, carpet ride stage where you had to go up, down, and it was yep. going really fast. Skip that. Skipped yep. it. Oh, and the lava stage. Skip that. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nato, what have you been doing lately, aside from being the world's uh, happiest birthday boy slash boyfriend? Um, I've, well, obviously been playing PUBG, uh, uh, the other weekend was the next scale test for um, Sea of Thieves, so got back into that just to test it, because another group of friends, I hadn't been able to line up timelines to play with them, so finally got to play some time with them. It was really cool, because I think they were trying to test, like scale test the servers, because usually when mm-hmm. we've loaded in, that we hardly ever see a boat, but this weekend when we played we were running into like five boats in like the same area and we were having like four on four boat battles and it was amazing i was seeing that a lot on twitch yeah Mm. it was it was really cool so got to see a lot more of the pvp side of that game where the last couple of times we had to play it like ali knows this that i had to force people to try and find a boat to try and hunt down because no (laughs) no that is no, that is you just causing chaos as you do. We had a boat full of fucking treasure, and you're like, let's ram this other boat. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got, you got, you got, you got to not be predictable, Ali. They're like, oh, they're definitely going to take those things back, and well, I was like, wrong, crash. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I think it's more that NATO just embodies the hungry gamers motto of hashtag Stay Hungry. He's hungry yeah. for it because they might have had a more chest. Oh, for sorry. It. I- I thought he was going to embody, like, the whole Sam mentality of Lone Wolf. Lone Wolf. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, there can only be one. That's like Highlander. But we, oh, right. but I do need, appreciate we, Noto's uh, yeah. cutthroat uh, tenacity. Yeah. Well, like, because with every next stage of the beta, they kind of reset all your stats and all your money and all that. So I got to the point where I was like, who cares about collecting cash? Let's test some other, oh my God. T- other parts of this game. Speaking of that, yeah. I jumped on and I lost sexy Antonio Banderas. Yeah. What the fuck? So I had to turn into sexy snake. Was, but um, This was your character. Sorry, I was wondering what we were talking yeah. about there for a second. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, people that maybe, maybe pay attention to the podcast or played... Um, or watched a stream. I was sexy Antonio Benderes, and I he was always looking good. And then when I loaded up the game this weekend, it obviously I had to choose between a bunch of characters. I could not find sexy Antonio Benderes, <sighs> so I chose super, super sexy Snake. Yeah, okay. as in Metal Gear. I don't, I don't, I don't like. I love and hate the character creator they have and their reasoning for it because like it's not like a standard one where you get to read all the face Sam it's like you just you get an eight selection of pirates if you don't like them you hit the Y it gives you another random set of pirates to choose from and that's how you make your character for the game but then they do have like aesthetic stuff so you can put mustaches and hats and beanies and whatever you need they kept on giving me old people yeah so I don't know it's like because they they want you to play a pirate they don't want to play you in that world so they want you to role play properly as a pirate that's their 
their, what they're sticking to of why they've done it. I think it was on a uh, IGN Xbox podcast where they had the um, developer in, and that's he, he was explaining well, that's the reasoning they were doing those kinds of things. But I don't know. I still wish I could just customize my guy. Yeah. I, th- I just want my bandanas. Yeah. I, I always feel like it's missing something if you have very limited customization options. Yeah. Um, especially when you, you're given the option to customize your character, but you've got like three presets or something like that. Yeah. It just, well, just seems like... Just imagine a whole bunch option. of presets and that's all you get to choose from. Yeah. Yeah. But it's an infinite... It seems like an infinite amount of presets. So you just keep hitting Y to get eight new pirates, eight new pirates, eight new pirates. Because it went from like... A whole bunch of old fat people to a whole bunch of like women and then it was like skinny people and then I got like a mixture of this old lady that was like really skinny and tiny and I was very close to picking her because I was like could you imagine a pirate like that out in the seas well what if you just like went with your first option like what if that's what you do I think that's what you should do yeah I think that's what I got a fat old lady yeah there's nothing wrong with that yeah, I think that's what their whole point is. That's what they want you to do, to just pick the yeah, first one that they theirs. give you. But mm. who knows? Nope. And uh, what else? Have I, I mean, I, I I keep playing Divinity because it was easily the best game of last year. If D- Divinity Original Sin, if nobody knows what it is, because it was a small indie game, Kickstarter game, even the second one, it's like D&D as a video game, and like I'm greatly in love with it apart from that it's nearly one of the best rpgs i've played in the last 10 years i'd say clearly you didn't play final fantasy 15 uh it's easily better than that like a hundred percent um mm, disagree <laughs> the disgust on sam's Fine. face Fine. but but on top of like the single player and the multiplayer they have in that game they also have this other mode called uh oh what is it called now it's like a dungeon master mode where you they give you nearly the engine of the game to start building your own campaign and game inside the game and the last couple of days I'm trying to now start try and morph a couple of my real life D&D campaigns into the game and try and build them in there where you can bring four more of your friends in and they get to play the game while you dungeon master them and make them roll dice and play the game and also they still play it because the battle style of that's kind of like XCOM where it's like grid down tactical combat so yeah. it plays exactly like you play a battle in D&D as well so I I think they actually have the, the, the developers have the base starter campaign that comes with the current edition of D&D already built into that game just as a showpiece of like here's how you do it so I would. I am trying to build something just to see if I can play with some friends and all that, and that's kind of what I'm building at the moment, or just playing the single player again. That's uh, that's mm. so sick, dude. Salim's quick question number two: Did you play Baldur's Gate? Yeah. It, yes. It, it, it fucking awesome. It game. actually the the developers like it's probably the best version of that since the original Baldur's Gates. Like it really? plays exactly the same. The same like. Because Baldur's Gate is one of the, like, for anyone out there that doesn't play D&D, is actually one of the major towns that is in the world of D&D. And that's what Baldur's Gate's based off of I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> As I die. Yeah. <laughs> Full of, like, so many nerdy Sorry. facts. Yeah. Oh, I just love awesome. D&D. But, um... Yeah, but, I was about to say he's a yeah. big D&D Yeah, nerd. but it's, yeah, so it's all just based around D&D and it plays exactly like Baldur's Gate. So you just imagine it's like a Baldur's Gate 3. It's amazing. But, 
Makes sense. But yeah. way better. Oh, like a ton, ton better. Nice one, man. Yeah. Is that it? What else? You'd be playing. He was playing Siege a lot. Oh, I that. And God, he's also I... trying to. He's trying to rope us all into yeah, it as well. Siege. Which I, I don't mind. Sorry, yeah. I've wanted to play it. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I forget about it. I play Siege all the time. So um, th- one of my other podcasts that I do, a whole bunch of them, I think two of them got addicted to Siege like sometimes last year and they used to play alone by themselves, those two, until like, so one day they were like one of... One of I think I bought it in like a Humble Pack, a Tom Clancy Humble Pack, and I was like, let's just have a go. And yeah, I usually play it with them every weekend and I'm greatly shocked of how addicted I am to that game. It's the it's the game that's made me stop playing PUBG. I guess we just got an update, didn't it? Noted. Yeah. Noted. It literally... It, the lack of NATO. Yeah. The, if, if it's not a custom match with like Brendan and Rachel, I usually don't play PUBG because mm. I would rather just go play Siege. Just do uh, like... It just has that same mentality of, like, PUBG where you can just play one match or you could play 100 matches. So you may have 20 minutes in the afternoon, you can just play one match of Siege and just walk off. Or if you've got the whole night, you could sit there with a bunch of mates and play 100 games of Siege. It's just... I've got to say, Siege is one of my favourite games to watch on Twitch. Yeah. I love watching the tactics of it is of insane. Yeah. Yeah, and just the, like, crazy, like... Sometimes, like, people just manage to do, like crazy plays like just like shooting through like little cracks or just throwing a grenade at the right time and i just i love how unpredictable it is yeah it's it's like it's the it's like a step up nearly from overwatch of like it doesn't pretend it doesn't pretend to be a, a hero shooter but it really is because like every operator that you use in that game is its own uh like ultimate technically and its own guns and how you a lot of them play off other characters like one of my ones his you can reinforce walls with metal so usually you can't shoot through them or anything and my character that i usually use he can put this like th- like laser thermite on it that cuts through those walls but if some if someone on the other team has like an electronic jam or, or these car batteries that electrify the world walls you can't do anything but then there's another character that his he throws the emp grenades which destroys all that equipment so then if i work with him there's no wall that i can never get through and it's just those little tiny characters working off other characters to do these major plays during games there's just always blows my mind every time i play that game that's pretty cool actually how you kind of connected it with overwatch when you first said that i was like what the fuck is he on about but then you kind of explained it and i was like oh yeah i get that yeah makes sense <laughs> but yeah i don't worry i want to play it but i gotta yeah, buy it we gotta get you better internet oh, are there many people playing buying it's a good start I, it, it, like, it's it's, a, it's actually like the population count is actually soaring at the moment but what is how old is it now it's like at least i want to say two, two to three years yeah. old yeah yeah. It's 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 one of those Ubisoft games where they like released it in a a bit of a broken state and b Ubisoft servers where like you couldn't get matches you'd get kicked from matches and it just fell off the uh, fell off a cliff and only like the hardcore of the hardcore stayed with the game and then over the over I think the first year they built up the servers they put a whole bunch of char- new characters in it and then all of a sudden it's just been this slow climb of like they played so then they show me a game and i'm like oh well i'll buy it and then now i've forced about 10 other people to buy it and now i've even forced a few people to buy pcs so they can play it with me because they played it on playstation so what did you do that 
Yeah, how are you forcing these people to do anything? <laughs> Just a, a beautiful smile and a wink it gets you gets you far in this world. The charisma offensive, I like. Yeah, it. exactly. Nice one, Natch. man. So well, yeah, it's it's just this like like literally anyone out there that's like I need more Australian people to play with me because the only people I play with at the moment are Americans, so I can only play with them on the weekend when time zones link up and both of us can play together. So yet another hungry gamers cry for friends. If you play hung, uh, Tom Clancy's Siege, you must hit up NATO here. Yeah, NATO J everywhere. 18, everywhere. NATO J 18. Yeah. Comma, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week, uh, I've just been doing a lot of the usual, a lot of the same um, tech in Dragon Ball Fighters, which, uh, can I just say, I'm loving Dragon Ball Fighters. Um, it is... Like, I, I'm not really a big fan of 2D fighters. I was never really a Street Fighter kind of person. I don't know why I like Dragon Ball Fighters so much. Um, because the... the did the, you ever um, get into the anime fighters? So, like, Blaze Blue and... No, I did play Guilty Gear. Yeah. I was a Guilty Gear guy for all of, like, five and a half minutes. Um, <laughs> in Game Boy Advance. But oh, Game Boy Advance? Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was still pretty good. Uh, yeah. Tekken Advance wasn't so good, um, but I like. I really like Dragon Ball Fighters. I'm I'm not kind of drawn into get on board with Dragon Ball Super. I know you and I talked about this last time yeah. you were in Sydney, Nate. Uh, Nate. I was gonna call you Nate. How dare I, NATO, Sorry. You can um, call me whatever you want, baby. Hey. <laughs> get a room. Salim's qu- quick question: top or bottom? Oh God. <laughs> top definitely. Top has more fun. Top has more fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm surprised how long it took for the podcast to go this way. All right, go. Can- <laughs> yeah, I think I'm more surprised that you didn't instigate it, Ali. I know. Um, yeah, so uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, just having like a whole lot of fun with my crew there. Still, Have Black you played Goku. Andrew? No, I haven't. I'm no. pretty sure yeah. he'll cream And me. also, uh, Perko's been playing a lot and streaming it a lot, so... Well, there you go. Maybe yeah, maybe yeah. I need to like muster yeah. the courage to actually lay down some, some gauntlets... Well, um, on would your internet be able to handle an online fighting match? Because yeah. like that's one of the games that you can't really lag in because uh, you need to keep those. I just want to uh, just want to throw it out there, bro. Uh, yeah. First of all, don't go taking stabs at my internet. You may be Subiaco's finest, but I'm not going to let that slide. <laughs> um, and I, look, yes, this, is. this is this is more coming from a place of caring. I don't want you to get crushed because your your like internet's not handling. The frames that there's the 120 frames that a fighter needs to well, kick I, ass. I would much prefer to have that excuse in the back pocket just in yes. case I need it. So yeah, well, after you whooping by me, you don't want another loss on your. Oh, there it is. Man, there you, you it is. Work. Oh, okay. I was leading it all the way there. It was a long path. Hang on, I'm I, just I'll, gonna take I'll a comfy seat here. I'll Go. totally pay that. You, from uh, all of like 20 minutes of playing the game, got to a point where you were on par with me. Having played, I want to say like at least three hours. Yeah. Um. It was impressive. Yeah. But I feel like if you came at me now, you'd you'd get. Oh, now see that that it, look. It's step behind, like behind the curtains. That's me with any fighter. I get real good, and then I hit a wall, and I can never get past that ever. No yeah. amount of sitting in labs and fighting with people. So as soon as somebody gets to above that wall, I'm useless again. Sitting in yeah, labs. Yeah, that's me with most things in my life. <laughs> um, 
so aside from those though and, and yes i'll eventually lose to andrew and perko probably as well um but aside from those uh, i've been playing a mobile final fantasy game that uh, i think dropped if not in the last week very recently i don't know exactly when it's called uh and it's got one of those dumb latin final fantasy names dissidia final fantasy opera omnia jesus yeah i know right what is opera omnia i'm gonna google that right now i was actually trying to figure that out before i um jumped on today but in opera omnia the... it sounds like like one of the um <laughs> like it sounds like one of this what, what are they called summons that's what it yeah. sounds like oh yeah. it it actually it uh, it means the complete works. Oh shit! Like, it actually meant something. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's Latin. Um, is this really the one that has all the, the char- all like the characters from across the timeline? Yeah, it is. So Dissidia NT on um, PlayStation. So that dropped on PlayStation in January. That's the arena fighter. Um, it's not quite the same, but it is um, conceptually still all the characters across all the um individual games you play them in um like a party of three in sort of turn-based combat against computer ai um it's kind of all right uh it still works off of also like a similar concept to the dissidia game where it's like you have bravery attacks uh and hp attacks the bravery attacks are um fuck how do i even explain this it's basically like it saps their energy and the more energy you have and the less energy they have the more damage health damage you'll do to them Uh, and the hp attacks are the health damage um it's really simple it's really easy to pick up it yes has in-game purchases but i've been getting along just fine um without them and still having a fairly enjoyable time like going through um the sort of story mode that they've got set out in it um the story mode itself is just this sort of loose plot uh that contains all of the characters um from or most of the good characters i've only seen kuja so far though from final Mm. fantasy 9 as the um antagonist usually there's more antagonists in these games there might still be there i don't know um but basically you go around collecting all the good guys get weapons um get good pump some ai and then go on to the next zone and it's kind of fun rinsing and repeating uh as such is it nostalgia fun or is it actual like keeping you entranced without like the nostalgia i think i'm at the point where it's uh it's still like just dead shit novelty like no thinking just do this do this do this passing time uh this i haven't actually ramped up difficulty yet so i haven't played any of the hard missions um but i i just don't think it will be very rewarding so even though i'm like leveling my guys i've noticed that all of them still just have like one ability beyond like bravery and hp attacks the characters have like a unique ability and it's just another form of a bravery attack or a hp attack with like a buff or a debuff um it would be cool if you had more of those per character and the character development was a bit more sophisticated and that way there would be actually complexity to the battles i don't think that complexity comes in at a later point i just don't see that at the moment i just think it's just that the numbers get bigger you know the time that takes to take down an enemy gets bigger uh and you know that obviously isn't very enticing but it (laughs) is you know it's it's uh, i don't usually pick up handheld games and i'm kind of interested to actually do that again not handheld handheld but like mobile games i should say Mm -hmm. um 
yeah i will not spend any money on it though and i wouldn't encourage anybody to do that uh i think it would be an absolute waste of your money i don't really buy um not buy but play mobile games although i recently jumped back into pokemon go because hey, um, really yeah what's wrong yeah, with yeah. you what the fuck what why is it bad? Why you, what's what's not bad but it's just like uh i don't know i don't know why you would go back there because they're doing like anniversary stuff right now yeah so every time they do something like that yeah they're starting to they're up to now releasing like gated the diamond and pearl pokemon now so gen five i'm gonna say uh or gen four gen four four yeah yeah so now they're starting to come out like my missus is still never stopped playing that game like she still plays it on and off since the start just the other day she went up with her friends to like king's park in perth which is the big pokemon spot here and did a whole bunch of like requaza raids and had oh my a God. good old day see i love Life's... it because i've got like yeah. american um i like strict american based pokemon so i love defeating a gym and just purposely just sticking my um, taurus in there because i know not a lot of people would have it unless they're doing the cheating that is um, that's the Pokemon Go equivalent of posting your American trip photo on Instagram. Oh boy, <laughs> and do I, and do I? Although mine's mostly food, but is there anything else that's important when you go overseas? It's just the food. No, no it's, it's the stories. It's, it's the just, evidence oh, of the stories. Exactly right. But like Pokemon Go is like the only place where I can like publicly like beat the crap out of a child on a game. Yeah. But yeah. And in real life, you can give them sneaky elbow if they're trying okay. to take your Dragonite. Yeah, exactly. I cleaned up a kid the other day real nice with my bag by accident. <laughs> <laughs> I have a like a I have like a um like a sports satchel shoulder bag thing that I take to work sometimes and it kind of sits when it's on my shoulder, it sits right around my hip. Mm-hmm. And at the train station this dumb kid came out of nowhere and just got cleaned up to the like right to his face. He just ran right into this thing. And it was one of those weird moments where the kid knew what happened and I knew what happened, but the parent didn't. And I could tell that the kid couldn't quite work out how to communicate the pain just yet. So I like gapped it straight away. Um, didn't feel bad though. The kid seemed to be just right. give Just give him like this big stare and give him like the thumb across the throat. Like <laughs> don't even tell your parents. Um, but anyway, this wasn't meant to be the child abuse podcast. Uh, yeah. Not this week anyway. Let's maybe take a step back and go back to Pokemon. Happy 22nd birthday to Pokemon. Oh, my God. It was yeah, all over Pokemon. the place. Yeah. Um, Are you going to do a quick Great. question? Uh, yeah, sure. Salim's quick question. Which Pokemon do you hate the most? Oh, shit. I wasn't oh, expecting oh, that. Me you like that? <laughs> you like that? Oh, mine's easy. I hate Pikachu. I absolutely detest yeah, that good. yellow freak of a thing. And I would tribute that 80 percent to the tv show because i hate that tv show more than anything like i used to love it as a kid I'll, I'll say that i'm not i'm not gonna lie and say i didn't love it as a kid but ash is dumb and i hate him with all my heart oh, grow up and get better pokemon and stop being a dick to your pokemon that's all i'm gonna say wow t- he lets he lets them go at the end of every oh, season who does or whatever, that? you'll be best friends forever oh i'm just gonna give away my dog oh he, he's he's he, he's had fun by Fido? Yeah, that's dumb. Fido. Nobody gives away their dog. <laughs> yeah. There would be, a, I'm sure there would be some kind of argument to suggest that they probably couldn't make it out on their own in the wild after being in captivity for so long. 
and they're like nearly <laughs> sentient as well it's like yeah just yeah. fucking go Good luck with I, that. I think I think mine's probably uh, Mew I hated Mew what? Oh. I, I hated like Mewtwo was kind of badass and I hated that Mewtwo would go down to Mew uh, and just I'm not a fan of cute cutesy Pokemon ah see I'm with you because I hate Eevee yeah I, I hate Eevee's Eevee like you pick your shit Eevee if you could yeah it's like pick your shit like you can't be every single Pokemon <laughs> like fucking pick something you know second one is Squirtle I fucking hate Squirtle Oh, I think that one would cut the B-Man. He's he's a big Squirtle um, lover. I'm dying here. Why? Eevee, Eevee and Squirtle are like... They're my homies. They're, they're my homies. I, I was going to ask what your favourites are. Oh, they're definitely not my favourites. Nah, like oh, Gengar shit. and Houndoom are my boys. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. That was sick. Um, Psyduck and Snorlax. What's that? <sighs> Um, I was like, I was always a big fan of the Charizard, and yeah, you would be. I liked Primeape. Primeape was cool (laughs) because he's just fucking crazy. He's a pig monkey, and he just cuts sick. That's cool. I like that. (laughs) Yeah, that is cool. Oh, Um, and uh, honorable mention to uh, um, what's his name? Oh, what? No, coughing. That's it. Coughing. Because I just love him because he's so stupid. (laughs) He's a floating gas. Coughing. Yeah. Is there? Um, Grown adults, we are. I know we're about to like jump into the news shortly, but this isn't something I had in there. Um, I was reading like little notes around the internet about more news on the Switch game, the Pokemon Switch game. Is that? Mm. Is there anything on that at the moment? Uh, It's a whole bunch of speculation and rumors. There apparently uh, there's art of the starters out at the moment. Of the three new starters for the oh, next one. Yeah, so, I was wondering what that was. Yeah, so uh. there's a bunch of that out at the moment. There's also people getting mixed up with the actual mascots for the Tokyo Olympic Games because they look like Pokemon. <laughs> so a whole. At, at first, I thought it was people joking around, but some people legit thought they were n- new Pokemon. But yeah, they're some of them. They're one's purple and one's like blue. And oh my god! You know what they look like? You're there's right. They actually look like Yokai Watch characters. <gasps> oh, I love that show. I fucking love They that actually show. look like Yokai Watch characters. I love That's that amazing. show so much. I yeah. love that yeah. show. But I think I think the water starter looks like a platypus, and I can't remember what the other two look like. Apparently, uh, but I have seen two sets of starter drawings, so I don't know which ones are the real ones and which ones are the fake ones. So yeah, well, we'll I mean, have to see. Yeah, we'll, we will have to wait and see. I, I would love. I don't know. I, I like what they did with the, like last ones where they basically um, redesigned Pokemon. That was kind of cool. Yeah, they could do that again. Um, cool. All right. Well, happy birthday, Pokemon. Keep that shit up. Going strong. Forty years. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Forty years. <laughs> Great song. Uh, should we jump into the news? Let's yeah. do it. This week's news headlines. Okay. So, uh, kicking off the news this week. Um, the ESRB, uh, which is sort of the ratings board for video games in uh, America and Canada, are uh, putting a new label on video games uh, that says, literally in um, uh, quotation marks, in-game purchases. So they're making this step to actually uh, call out on video game packaging where 
uh, a game does in fact have in-game purchases um, not specifically limited to loot box style purchases but just any sort of in-game purchase um, it's not going to be showing up as its own individual rating though so they'll still have like E for everyone and M for mature and so on uh, and it's also not going to appear apparently where it would say things like violence or um, you know like sexual nudity whatever blah 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 um, it's going to be on its own somewhere else uh, and it's ah. not going to be on the inside packaging either but it, it's going to be there on the outside and the internet's losing its mind over this shit and I don't get it I don't know because people I, are just they like have that kind of, they already have that kind of stuff on like the mobile store and all that on both Apple and the Android store like that's one of the labels when you get any game these days it tells you it has in-app, yeah. in-app purchases so thank god they're bringing it out to physical games as well yeah it's a pretty steam yeah neither do I I think it's pretty reasonable Um, it's good to call it out I think it's you know probably something a parent would want to know chief amongst most others Um, but I don't know like anything around loot boxes at the moment so toxic it's a really hard conversation to sort of get into because Mm. you just have people who um, start up the gambling side of it and and I think we've all probably got opinions on that that we're not going to share right now because that's not what this show's about. I'm not going to share my opinions, although I am surprised that when you said that it was actually not going to sit with all the other stuff like nudity, violence and all that, I honestly thought that this was that angle where they were actually going to put it amongst there to be like in-game purchases, but technically they're saying like gambling, you know? And it yeah. doesn't it doesn't change the rating either, so well, I'm I mean, surprised. Well, like an example of a non um, gambling style in-game purchase. Recently, Metal Gear Survive. We talked about it on our last episode. Oh yeah, um, ten dollars to get a new save slot, right? So that's an in-game purchase. God, yeah. that's um, so insane. I mean, like not directly buying that with money, but you get your little Metal Gear coins or whatever. And so, anyway, yeah. point is, in-game mm. purchase, not related. You get what you pay for. Um, Overwatch, on the other hand, with the skins. Battlefront 2 on the other hand with the cards like Destiny with the shaders um, that shit is where this becomes toxic obviously mm. uh, I, I think it's interesting that it's not well I guess it makes sense that it's not with the other um, labels like nudity or violence or whatever because it's not really about the game's behavior like all the content within the game it's more just the feature of well, the kinda game it kind of is because you don't want kind of in-app purchases on something that you're directing at a child because no no yeah but I think it's probably like in my head it sits on the back of the packaging where it's like two player internet connectivity PS um, like PlayStation Plus require or whatever you know I suppose mm. but like you want in-app purchases for the parent to see like that would be the point of it being on there. So why that the parents just going to look at the front and see the rating and go nudity? Yep, cool. All yeah, right, yeah, take yeah. It to th- they're not going to flick over to back because they're just going to see a whole bunch of words and stuff. And then they're going to be like, oh, I don't want to read that. So, I don't get it though. Like, if okay, if we're talking about an age group where the parent has to buy the game for the kid, how is this kid getting access to money to access these like in-game purchases? It's tied to probably to your like Xbox Live account or your hmm. PS Plus. Some parents account. are so dumb, Ali. The- like some parents are really <laughs> just dumb. Yeah, because like like you might have just like as a parent put your card down on the Xbox so they 
like you were paying for their Xbox Live. So the mm. Xbox already has in it your credit card details. So you don't want to buy them a game that's going to have in-app purchases because they might just go, yep, purchase, purchase, purchase. Like they do, like the big cases with the phones where a parent's given them the phone and then all of a sudden they've racked up a $900 bill because the phone has the automatic credit card details on the phone. So the in-app purchases are just automatically taking it off the credit card. No, fair enough. I guess if a parent's stupid enough to kind of let that shit happen and let their kid playing games with it, that is in it. I guess they deserve whatever bill they get. Yeah, Yeah. I kind of see this as maybe a bit of a knee-jerk reaction to the the sort of discourse at the moment. Yeah, around, Battlefront 2 kind of Yeah, escapade. and I, like I, it wouldn't surprise me if this was like a really hard to find label on on the front of the games because uh, like frankly when I see it I just think this game's not worth buying because unless I'm throwing more cash than this at it like there's no point mm-hmm. um, like it actually really turns me off when I like go through an app store and look for games you know on the phone if I see that I'm not really that keen um yeah, I just it wouldn't surprise me if they do it to sort of appease one side of the world that hates this stuff right now, uh, but also make it really difficult to find to sort of keep sales the way they are and, and sort of keep um, you know people buying these games without that influencing a decision. Hmm. Hmm. Anywho, um, yeah, in-game currency is kind of better than the other suggestion I read um, last week where the Rhode Island Senator was suggesting a 10% tax on M-related games, or sorry, M-rated games to uh, go to mental health funding. Um, did you did you see that one? That's not our news. No. I'm just, sorry, throwing that out there. Yeah, that that one it was like, it came off the back of like Trump's comment that, you know, violent video games and violent movies are the reason yeah. for blah, blah, school shootings. I mean, I'm okay um, with any money going into mental health. That's just the weird one, that's all. Well, it's, yeah. yeah. It's it's drawing a correlation to video games and basically blaming them though for that behavior yeah. and yeah I don't know that's a it's, really it's it's one. it's a it's a slippery slope because that's like like alcohol is a whole different subject but like the alcohol pops taxes and stuff like that and now it's like a fortune to buy those things so I, I just see it as the snowball effect if you start taxing games like even for a good reason. What's to stop them ta- raising that tax and raising that tax? And well, they do it with smoking here, and like again, yeah. it's, it's uh, there's a um, a direct correlation between smoking and smoking related illnesses. Yeah, but there isn't a direct correlation between no. violent video games and violence in real life. And there have been studies that have actually um, uh, you know Shown disproved this time yeah. and time again. I'm not to say that there isn't some sort of relationship there but to like pin it on them it's just sort of there's scapegoating um, um, don't, you don't you know they were playing a lot of PUBG before they did the Crusades they were loving PUBG before they did the Crusades <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think they just need to do the sensible thing just give all the teachers guns yeah exactly yeah give 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 lifeguards extra sharks to stop shark attacks yeah. it's gonna be excellent just use your brains guys use your brains yeah. um sarcasm of course please don't hit me up and tell me that that's a dumb idea to give teachers guns uh anyway moving on hearthstone nato do you play hearthstone hell uh, hell no Uh, i don't go anywhere near card games because 
Uh, young Nato spelt, spent thousands and thousands of dollars on his Yu-Gi-Oh co- uh, collection, so <laughs> I just I just stay the hell away from card games these days because I know I'll go down that very terrible in-game purchase route. You are a wiser man than most. Uh, yeah. Certainly wiser than a slightly intoxicated Salim who played <laughs> Um, anyway, look, Hearthstone changes are coming. It's a pretty exciting time for anyone who's playing the game because it's, um, you know, edging closer to April when the standard format changes. Um, we're moving into, they have like names for the years. Um, last year was the year of the Mammoth. This year is the year of the Raven. And with it comes three new expansions. Um, obviously huge changes to the meta along with that. They're moving three of the standard cards, the classic cards, sorry, into Wild. Um, so these were cards that previously were um, in the classic set, and the classic set's meant to be just playable year after year after year. It doesn't rotate out with any of the expansions. Um, the three cards are Molten Giant, Ice Block, and Cold Light Oracle, uh, which, if you play the game, congratulations is all I can say fuck off ice block um been done many times by majors who pull off an ice block and then like draw into exactly what they need to win shits me up the wall um molten giants getting denerfed so they used uh it used to be 20 mana then they moved it up to 25 because it was just breaking the the meta at the time they're moving it back down to 20 but it's going to wild so that means that wild should be a little bit more fun to play and it kind of opens up some of the deck types that previously were unplayable um anyway more something that you guys can maybe understand there's a tournament mode coming yeah yeah <laughs> so you so is that like being able to set it up between like your friends so yeah. you just oh okay so yeah so like a standard like block format tournament that you could set up between friends yeah some kind of well who knows exactly what it's going to look like it is meant to be um specifically <laughs> yes yeah yeah it's definitely that but no one knows what it looks like hold on hold on hold on, hold on. <laughs> let me elaborate please you fucking guys um so yes it is that you can set up private tournaments to play with your friends nato um what i meant to say was that um tournament formats at the moment you pick a whole bunch of decks that you take in and yep. you basically play your three decks or your five decks against someone until you lose okay. um so who knows exactly what you know um tournament style they'll go with what rules there'll yep. be double elimination single elimination tournaments who knows mm-hmm. um but it is coming they said that that is going to be available around the middle of the year um blizzard that is i'm saying yeah, uh, I'm excited. I don't really have anyone I know that plays Hearthstone, so I don't know that I have any you, friends. To I want me to get it, so I so I can beat you. It would be nice to have a friend. I'll get my shaman deck up and running. Yeah, do it, Ali. You do it too, man. Come on. I do dabble. I've still got it on my phone. You know, I, I still play on train rides. But are we friends? Like in game or in real life? <laughs> I'll take either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ali, Salim's quick question. Are we friends? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Salim's quick question uh, of the second. Can we be friends? Of <laughs> course we're mates, mate. Oh, oh you're the best. Um, Love you, Ali. <laughs> we, no, we have played, by the way. We played in the back of an Uber. I vaguely remember this. Yeah, I, I also I remember just this. getting like my ass handed to me pretty much. I play for keeps. Um, <laughs> Here's what I'll say. 
I've got I've got what eight months until packs. I'm gonna I'm gonna start a deck. I'm gonna start training, and then I'm gonna crush you at packs. You've okay. heard it here on first. stage. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll bribe somebody, and we'll just even if there's nobody in the crowd, we'll just stand on stage and and hearthstone against each other with our mobiles. There was nothing on a big big screen. People will just have to watch our reactions of us just standing up the front there. Great, uh, great segue, do, 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 NATO. Do, 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 great segue into the next bit of news, and that is that Reed Pop, who run PAX and Comic-Con, uh, just acquired the Gamer Network, um, which is like a whole slew of uh, online websites like Eurogamer and US Gamer. Um, yeah. What does this uh, how mean? How cool is that? Uh, what, what does it does mean? What does this mean exactly? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Readpop, specifically Readpop, um, just do the big events. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of what they were about. I know that they have other companies um, within a sort of broader group that do all sorts of different shit outside of gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm really butchering that. Sorry, Luke Lancaster. But um, the acquisition of these websites mean that they're branching into sort of journalism now and with Eurogamer and US Gamer of course which are you know really established um, you know gaming websites uh, they're obviously getting a lot of highly regarded journalists with that as well so okay. um, what it means for the companies in the magazine specifically who knows but you know this happened and it's one giant buying another giant it's pretty cool is there any any effect on cool new things coming to PAX? Does that mean they'll have people interviewing people or will it give them more reach to grab more people for PAX? Or? Well, I th- like, I would assume typically, um, you know, PAX, certainly uh, US gamer journalists would probably already be attending PAX. Um, yeah. You know, wouldn't surprise me if most of the more um, prominent gamer network magazines were uh, already attending them. I yeah. know that they also have their own convention. I forget what it's called. Uh, but it would mean that Readpop are now taking over that too. And so you'd probably see some significant changes to what goes into that convention. Or they might just decide so f- to kill it entirely um, and just oh, absorb focus it. everything. Yeah, focus everything into, um, you know, the PAX uh, conventions or the Comic-Con conventions. Um, I don't know. I, I'm interested to see what changes um, at PAX, if, if anything at all. As long as no one loses their job. Like, if there's one thing we're used to in the gaming industry is that a bigger company buying another company and then everyone's starting to lose their jobs. So, that um, happens, hopefully this yeah. is more... Hopefully this is more just, a, like, an acquisition and people can maybe live a little bit more comfortably you know being what under a bigger happens? umbrella. Typically, what? in any acquisition, um, there's a little bit of redundancy. They try and keep most of the staff if they can. Um, but they shit can the CEO, so <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens. Um, anyway, uh, moving on to the next one. So, is that is that a too grim a note to leave that on? Yeah, let's let's finish on something a little bit more later. Okay, Actually, uh, not not the news in general, just that little one there. Maybe I'll just finish it up by saying, at PAX this year, I'm going to crunch NATO at Hearthstone. <laughs> we're gonna hire hire one stage like out of all of packs and we're gonna like hype it up and fill a room just so i'll do a i'll do a panel submission yeah and we'll we'll, we'll peg it as a mystery event like don't even tell them like so we we fill a whole auditorium and then it's just me and you walk on stage with our phone and sit like across from each other you know what i'll give you guys extra points if you cosplay as whatever like you know what um, if we cosplay as each other i'll go as thrall 
Like a hundred percent. Hang on, you cosplay as each other. Yeah. If there's one thing, <laughs> if there's one thing that I learned from RTX is you guys already do that. Yeah. Again, we'll shorts, flip flops, and a button up top. Like. We just even got like the shorts. Oh. We're just chill. Go- I'm also. <laughs> I'm also in. Shorts. Oh god, they're both wearing um, shorts. Isn't that great? We, yeah, we just short shorts relax. with 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 like the like patterns on them as well. It's great. Yeah. So, Witcher Two Crackdown Fable Anniversary Forza uh, are getting an Xbox One X enhancement, graphical enhancement, which makes it now eleven total Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty games uh, to get the Xbox One Touch Up, Xbox One X Touch Up, I should say. Uh, I'm actually hella excited for this. Yeah, really? which which one? Which one are yeah. you excited for? Ah, uh, Fable. Like Fable Anniversary. Like I want to see what they've done. Like I love that game. That's like one of top ten NATO games of all time. Yeah, the original Fable. Never played a Fable. So, and the Fable Anniversary was really good for a 360 game. But like as with every generation jump up, it still looks pretty average now mm. that the Xbox One's out. And I've got a delicious xbox one x sitting underneath my tv so i want to see what they've done with it how do you play your one x um not that much because most of the stuff i can play on my pc that's all i wanted to hear thank you yeah oh i'm a pc boy now 100 through and through welcome welcome to the dark side yeah um fable one was the best fable in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know for sh- what for sure. the hell happens in the later ones. I don't know why we went to the Industrial Revolution in 3, but, like, I loved just rolling around as your hero. You'd always wind up getting plate armor and no. then just, like... No, because that, that's only if you play towns. fighter. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta go the the archer, get the you, you the bow from the what, what were they called the death cult that you, where you had to sacrifice the guy right at the midnight and they give you the in front of the door, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. you got and they give you the exotic bow. God, good stuff. So like there was Skyrim. a no, there was yeah. like a trick in this where um the fireball spell you could actually draw the bow and cast the fireball cast spell the at the fireball. same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We've we've good played times. this game. It's a great game. Oh. I, I Fable, yeah. I'm a big fan. I, I can't wait for it. I I wish there was more Fable Fantasy games. Sorry. Just well, there's that big, there's that huge now. rumor that, that I don't know who's doing it, but that a, a new company is doing the next Fable now. Because you'd be dumb to sit on the IP because Xbox still has the IP, even though Lionhead doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. They have it. And if they need first-party games, if they pump out a Fable set in the round about the timeline of the first fable like that fantasy kind of era rather than like clockwork or slash steampunk era yeah go back to original fa- fantasy huge now D is more bigger than ever all the f- uh game of thrones it's all it's <laughs> all ending. back into fantasy again game of thrones is so, ending yeah i know but people people have got fantasy on their tongues again like it, it died after like john snow does lo- well, yeah. <laughs> it died. It died after Lord of the Rings. Like Lord of the Rings was like the end, the last hurrah of fantasy for a while, and now it's kind of come back in a big way again. So I didn't get the Jon Snow reckon- call. Am I? Am I missing? Am I out of the loop? Yeah. Am I not cool? Yeah. All right. Um, Witcher Two: Assassins of Kings as well. Like I'm keen to play that again. It's been a little while. Um, yeah, those games crackdown. 
Crackdown and Forza, I could take or leave. Mm. Apparently, Crackdown's really amazing. Like, really amazing. But I've it's one of the only Xbox, like, only titles that I've just never played or never got into. But I've heard one of my mates from one of my other podcast channels, like, it's one of his favourite that was, games of all time that was like that was so vague and unreliable a uh a <laughs> friend like a, <laughs> sorry just alex, a random friend from alex van aiken from the okb's OK podcast oh, you. network you're welcome for the yeah, plug it's 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 his it's his favorite game of all time and like he is just so just pumped for crackdown 3 uh, and that game's not going to be good and in case so. anybody disagrees where does alex live Alex lives in Colorado, so go hunt him down. Okay. That's as specific as you'll get. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, PUBG resets its leaderboards early. We are talking about this earlier, the cheating stuff. Um, you guys are, like, much closer to this than me. I don't know if you want to maybe kick this off. Well, you know, you've I always know got that open invite to come back to PUBG with us. Uh, what do you mean, come back to PUBG with us, Mr. fucking Siege? Okay. <laughs> I still play it with you guys, though. I play it more than you. I I'm usually the one harking you to come play at night. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I wish to call bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I wish to call bullshit right now. I, I play more than you, Ali. That's all I'll... Recently? I'll put, I'll put, I'll put, I'll, yeah. No. Yeah, for no. sure. Easily. No. Easily. Easily. Hey, oh, 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 I'm going I'm to look at Steam and look at this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're looking up played hours. <laughs> Uh, can we get back to the news, guys, please? Can we get um, to, yeah, sorry, back to what's sorry, important? Sorry, Dream. Um, so while Ali looks that up, NATO, uh, yeah, something like 2 million people were banned, 2 million accounts were banned through January. And they, I was reading, um, I think Polygon had this weird um, forecast of approximately 4 million accounts banned by the end of February, which... Uh, puts it at something like 12% of all accounts on PUBG, which is huge. That's a huge um, amount of people cheating in your video game. Uh, do they... Um, cheaters, do they make the leadership board? Yeah, they were. They I think previously they were making the leadership board because the issue was that they weren't able to... Um, yeah, to target these guys and move them out prior. Uh, well, I can see why that's an issue now. Also, so, by the way, last game NATO played was Siege, not PUBG. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like I I know I don't chase the leadership boards in PUBG. Lord knows I am so far away from it. But even our most skilled players that we know, I don't think really chase after the leadership boards. So it's no skin oh, off their nose. Like like um griffin and i don't think i i know brendan's played with sean uh but those two were chasing leaderboards on xbox and they ended up dropping off that oh because <laughs> because no well one of them got into top 10 and one of them was in top 50 so they were they were making progress in america in the american boards but yeah i think even xbox was having some difficulties with people screwing with stuff as well so i was gonna make a know. horrible dig but i actually know griffin plays really really well um but i was just gonna say it's easy to win a leadership board amongst like no players or shit players like ouch take that <sighs> xbox i like i i just think it looks like such an easy game to cheat in as well though i know that's really yeah. naive to say and who the fuck knows how but like when i think of um 
like cheating I've done in the past. Like Star Wars, the Knights of the Old Republic on PC, you could open up like a text file and just change a couple of integers and your character would run at like max speed, like beyond max speed. Oh, uh, I never you could got change into that. like your wallet. <laughs> like it was that easy. Like you just go into program files and you find like one text file and you change yeah, but like, it. Not, I feel like that's what these guys could do with PUBG. PUBG just looks like a shitty game. Like it's, <laughs> th- th- that's possible in. I know that's really naive and untrue, but yeah. you know, it's just, it's fake news and I want to put it out there. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Jeez. PUBG, yeah. very no, easy I, I, I think it's actually harder than you think to cheat on that game. It's just, it's just, it's just it's because they've got so hard. many people to monitor that. No, it's, it's not hard when thirteen percent of your player base are cheating. Yeah, well, that's that's what I mean. Now they've focused all of their efforts into doing this to try and get rid of them because they were trying to stay ahead and get it to 1.0 and then also try and fix the servers because they were having a lot of servers issues so those were their priorities and now I think they're like oh we've held off trying to solve this cheater problem for so long that now it's overflowed and that's why maybe they had such a big population because cheaters knew that they could they weren't getting yeah get away with it without getting banned so here's my next question Salim's quick question that neither of you can answer like where the hell does all the money go they have made so much money off of this game like surely this is a problem you could throw some cash at and just get some BAs and some devs in there and just absolutely fucking fix this you know well I don't know I've never really I've never really paid attention to exactly how their team has like grown I've I've never really seen that like written anywhere but i know mm. that they're overseas aren't they they've got a team overseas now yeah yeah mm. i think it's the size of the company that's i really think they've got a team overseas of course they've oh got sorry a team sorry i no sorry like my brain was in america and then i meant to say like a team overseas like from where they are based europe oh yeah. right okay sure sorry again <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to like nitpick Host. Yeah, my my so. body was in my bedroom, but my heart was in my m- hell. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I would. I, I think we'll, we, this will be their proving grounds in the next six months. Whether they can clean up their cheating problem, and if they can't, I I think it might be a very like bad sign, like a leaking boat. Scotched earth like, policy. Just delete it all. Yeah, but but if they do, I, I reckon if they clean up their, because like harking back to like we've mentioned Siege a few times, they have this like active watchdog that permanently watches every match, and we've been mid match where somebody's got banned during that match while we've been playing. So something along the lines of that that monitors a match as it's going rather than waiting for somebody to report it or them to see data. I think I, I think it's called like Watch Eye or something in in Siege, and I it, every two seconds you see it either banning somebody from your match or banning it somebody on that server at the moment. That's pretty good. So, that quick response, yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. I, I, so so maybe if they set up something like that that permanently watches during a match, because that's the problem they were having with the with Rachel's match that we just had to sit back and watch the cheater. Like, yeah, we could report him, but. You couldn't get rid of him or couldn't do anything about what he was doing in that match. I think, like, usually she could actually boot the map, but for some reason this time around they were having issues yeah. where she couldn't, but... 
But he, still, that's what I mean. If if it wasn't a custom match, you just have to sit there and watch him annihilate everyone through the whole match. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know what actually stops them from creating the new account. Is it an IP thing? Can they like it's just money. ban an IP? Don't they have to buy physically buy another copy of the game? Is it the game? Is it connected to the? I thought it was an account thing because I just assumed everyone was remaking counts. Yeah. Because I, I think know. I think the original reason why people were doing the cheating is because to farm farm that game to get the loot crates to sell the items. Because some oh, items were selling for like a thousand dollars plus. Yeah, yeah. So no, and stuff that was in the there old now reason. Is a couple hundred. Yeah, and I think I think it's just leftover remains of those people because now I think they have new crates in there that you need keys mm-hmm. to get. So. I reckon they're still just in there because of that culture of you can farm it, get the key, and sell that gear for a thousand dollars as as you go. I oh, just making all these connections now for me. Thank you, Nato. This is I what a seasoned PUBG this. veteran can bring to the team. Yeah. PUBG veteran. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he said, Ali. All right, it's it's official. It's on the podcast now. That's it. Oh yeah, and it came from Sam's mouth, so it's definitely official. <laughs> He is one of the best players. They, he is known far and wide as the Lone Wolf. So they, that's uh, that's a goddamn lie, but I'll I'll absolutely take it. Thank you, NATO. <laughs> um, that wraps up the news for this week. Um, not bad, I think. It was a bit slow last week, but we've uh, got a few more things this week, and I I don't know where I'm going with the rest of the sentence. So I'll finish let's it there just- and let's move into iTunes review of the week iTunes review of the week um should we give this to you Nato give the honor to you to read out the uh, absolutely not I'm terrible at reading things and <laughs> <laughs> but I'll do it I'll do it I'll do it so I don't even know the format all right well let's just say uh it's a it's a fresh hot five star review for the hungry games podcast uh the user is hamchan 01 woo Hamchan. What's the title? <laughs> awesome show. Five stars. And and the review goes, This is a great podcast. The crew is able to mix good humour while also being able to talk about serious topics. Each and every member adds their own unique personality and quirks to create a good mix for the Hungry Gamers. Highly recommended. That's Thumbs actually up. a really, really good review, Hamchan. <laughs> like, I'm actually really impressed. Yeah, thank you so much. It was well, it was a very kind review, and obviously NATO they're directly talking about you there when they talk about hundred um, percent talk about yeah. unique personality and quirks. Yeah, they're definitely re re listening over and over to the PAX episode, and that's all they listen to. Yeah, so. yeah that's the <laughs> arguably sitting there with the fingers the crossed listenable episode uh, on the Hungry Gamers catalog <laughs> um, due to unfortunate technical problems on the day, but uh, no doubt enhanced by your your lovely personality, NATO and Hamchan. Oh. Thank you so much. We really appreciate the review, and we want to tell you that you're a great podcast listener. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. do we, guys? Yeah, like it's it's yeah, actually yeah. really um, nice to leave a review. And I don't know about you guys, but I listen to like forty different podcasts, and I never review them because I'm a bad podcast listener. You're a terrible person. I, <laughs> as an as an Android user, went and one day because I was like, I on my podcast tell people to go review my podcast, so I can't be hypocritical. So I went and in, 
created an iTunes account and went and reviewed all my podcasts that I listen to. Aww. So Aww. you're just a terrible person, Sam. You're a much That's better. Yeah, you're a much better person than me, obviously. Well, um, like I just didn't want to be hypocritical, so I thought give give it out and hopefully receive it back one day. I can I can live with my hypocrisy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking write that on his tombstone, guys. Um. <laughs> Uh, so thank you very much for leaving the review again Ham Channel 01 and um, please um, in spite of my hypocrisy don't listen to me don't take a page out of my book um, you'll wind up in an early grave no doubt uh, do leave a review for us and any other podcast that you love it is our lifeblood um, it's what keeps us going and it's obviously you know it's really nice and really touching to see people enjoy the, the work that we put out um, we sure as shit uh, love doing it, but it's, um, you know, it can be tough sometimes. I don't know. We, we don't really talk about the, the backroom discussions that we have, but, you know, Ali can be a little bit mean to work with. And NATO is really <laughs> I don't friendly think and bubbly now, but, you know, sometimes he's a bit of a prick too. I don't think <laughs> I've ever led anyone to believe that I'm anything nice. If there's anything that our Christmas special has ever established... Is that I am far from it. Far uh, from it. No, Ali, what are you talking about? You're a sweetheart. It's Brendan who's the real. Fucking piece of work. lovely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, do leave us a review. And we're chasing. We're so close. We're like five episodes away from um, the 100th episode of The Hungry Gamers. It's going to be an Good absolute man. hoot of an event. We've got um, special guests coming in. Hideo Kojima is potentially on his way in don't miss it mm. um uh yeah promising some big things right brendan there. is throwing shit right now <laughs> well brendan's the one who's got to book him so uh, so we've got yeah 95 episodes and 95 ratings in uh in itunes at the moment so guys we need five more um i've vowed for like the last 20 eps um or you know, intimately across that we'll read out the hundredth review on the hundredth episode, um, and maybe whatever else comes afterwards as well. Even if they're bad, wouldn't that be funny if we had like a really shitty trolley <laughs> one hundredth? One star. Review? Never enjoyed anything these guys have ever produced. Yeah. Someone's done it. They just haven't written it. Um, <laughs> but Leave some we always encourage it. Like we said last week, it's just you know. Give us your feedback. Let us know. Is there anything you want to see? Is there anything you like? Is there anything you don't like? Because we can get rid of Sam, honestly. Um, so just write the reviews in. And I've already got one foot out the door, Ali. Damn, son. That's it. Don't test me. Don't test me. Hey, I joined this organization because I was promised Sam. So if Sam's gone, I'm gone. Wow. Shop liver right here. Power play. <laughs> Power play. Um, okay, so uh, anyway, I think that's really us for another week. Um, mm-hmm. So, of course, you can find uh, all of the 8-bit suite of podcasts. There are a suite of sweet, sweet podcasts out there uh, by searching the hashtag 8-bit collective. Uh, Nato, you, my friend are on the 8-bit collective tell us a bit more about what you bring to the table when you're not one of the sweet sweet voices on this 8-bit collective podcast hashtag uh, i am going to be doing a video sh- series with brendan called the hungry space cowboys me and him going to be playing some elite dangerous and trying to survive in a harsh harsh world and get along as little cowboys and i might be trying to do like a couch fun 
let's plays where it's more about just the banter happening during the game than what's actually the game unless the game is just insane which i have been (laughs) picking some few insane games but it's less about like informing you of the game and more just giving you the lols and giving you the smiles for the day and what about your other podcasts where can we find you uh, you can always catch me on Four Yanks One Aussie, the cross continental comedy podcast on at Four Yanks One Aussie, and you can also catch me on the OK Beast Network doing A Plus Anime, where we review a new anime each week, and we try and it's for getting old people that love anime and don't know what the new anime they want to get, or even trying to get new people into anime because once people start anime, they're like, oh, there's a million anime to watch. Which one do I watch? So how to anime. So, yeah, it's like a how-to anime. Like, we want to get people into anime. Cool. Oh, and cool. I also do... Sorry, I also forgot. I also do D&D streaming, usually, on Sundays with Ali and a whole bunch of people and then or a bunch of American mates that I have from across the podcast networks I'm on. And you can also find you at NatoJ18 on Twitter and your home phone number is... <laughs> Uh, six six five four two one one. Okay, nice. Um, <laughs> Ali, where can we find you? You can find me everywhere at Miss Ali Hunt. Okay, and you can find me at Salim TD, and you can find Eight Bit at We Are Eight Bit. Um, go to eightbit.net to check out the full list of what is uh, being pumped out of the Eight Bit uh, Hungry HQ at the moment. Again, there's uh, like a, a shit ton of podcasts. Um, that we now have it's not just the hungry gamers anymore it is uh everything i'll be on one of them this week um with our good friend jack cruz it is what it is where we will be talking about uh like the duke nukem movie and i think like the never again movement as well which i'm really terrified about uh and of course uh our sponsors audio technica um, powered by Audio Technica, which I didn't say at the start of the podcast, and I always forget to say at the start of the podcast, um, which is probably the first thing Brendan was screaming his head off about when he listened to the podcast mm-hmm. today. That's Sorry about that, big dog. Sorry? Nothing. <laughs> uh, am I missing any anything else, Ali? Uh, no, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, I like that you threw that on me. So if we do forget anything, then I get in trouble as well. So <laughs> I think we can leave it there. It's all about sharing, Ali. You've got to share the load. That's it. Share Have the an accomplice. Load, guys. <laughs> share the load. Um, Hashtag share the load. What are you guys doing this weekend? What's on the What's on the agenda? There's a pork and cider festival that I'm going to. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I didn't know what you just said then. <laughs> what? A, por- a pork and cider festival. Pork and cider <laughs> is what I heard. Audience yeah. members, prove me right. Pork inside her. Mine, right. my, mine's well, actually quite similar. Girlfriend um, is I, in town. Ouch. Jesus Christ, we went Sorry. there. Sorry, was that rough? Um, I'll cut that. No, no, I don't think it is. <laughs> Not for NATO, anyway. Um, I'm actually going to be playing... Um, Mount Your Friends came out with a 3D version, so I'll be playing 3D. that. I, too, will be yeah. doing some Pork Insider. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, is that going to be the... I think that's the episode title right there, Pork Insider. Pork Insider. All right. I agree with that. <laughs> um, I'm going to be cutting my grass. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to do it for, like, three weeks. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Which which mate's girlfriend are you going after? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, <laughs> um, I actually right really. Uh, this is how I know I'm I'm older. Um, I've been trying to like cut the grass for like three weekends, and things are just getting in the way. Uh, I've bought all the things I need to buy. I've bought like a brand new whippersnipper. I've bought like um, cables because it's electric. And anyway, look, this is my problem, uh, not yours. But basically, I'll be doing that. I will also be playing, uh, no doubt, more Tekken and more Dragon Ball Fighters and more Dissidia. And I'll come back next week and tell you about all of that and something new. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, cool. All right. Well, um, I guess we'll leave that there. Nato, I'll let you wrap up with the uh, the traditional uh, Hungry Gamers ending. You know how it goes, right? Hashtag stay hungry. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And until next time... <laughs> no, I can't do it. Well until, done. Until next time, much love. And stay, stay hungry. hungry. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, one of many gaming and geek culture-related podcasts from the 8-Bit Collective over on 8bit.net. Check out more episodes on your podcast service of choice. And while you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls, stay hungry. Stay hungry.